Welcome back to Bulletproof Mindset, Scotland's number one health, fitness and entertainment podcast. So have you ever wondered how to bulk? What is a bulk? What do you even do on a bulk? Well in today we break down the whole misconception about bulks and why 99.999% of people do it wrong. And we're also going to explain, especially to the women out there, that a bulk is not going to make you bulky, quote unquote, if you're only listening, my fingers are going up and down. <laughs> now, James said something very crucial in this part and he called it a gaining phase. So I would like us to, I don't like the, the word bulk because like James says, the when any girls listen to this, you think, nah, I'm not interested in a bulk. But in all honesty, if you're looking to add shape and sculpt your body in a way that you want to see aesthetics change, then this is an important crucial phase that you need to go through. And we're going to call it the gaining phase. Yep. So with the gaining phase, we explain what it is should you do it if you're at the stage of your life where you're at, whatever it is, and how to do it step by step? Yeah. So before we get into today's episode, you know what to do. If you haven't, or if you like our information and you haven't already, consider leaving us a five-star rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever, wherever you choose to listen to this. So before you even go into a gaining phase or a cut, you should be building the foundations. Now we have a perfect 30-day free program in the link in the bio. So, without further ado, let's get into today's episode. So, update everybody, because you told me I picked James up this morning. Uh, so, you're getting better sleep. So, what are you supplementing with, first of all? So, I don't think you've actually said this so on it's the podcast. Trained by JP, Dream Sleep. Dream Sleep? Yeah. And it's got magnesium. It's got magnesium. It's got. T3, it's got. Um, uh, oh, what was the mushrooms? You fucking sent me it. Valerian, I'll, I'll get it up now. Valerian root extract. The main compound in it was the magnesium. Aye, it's got 5 HDP not as well, mm-hmm. which I think's the reason for my dreams. I think that's the reason for my dreams. So dreams are pretty wild. Dreams are wild, mate. What happened last night? What happened last night? I, I, I wrote this down on my phone, so I remember, because I was like, what the fuck? So basically, I seen a wee slater before I went, no, right before I went to bed, but like that night, I was like, oh, I fucking hate the hangs, man. What's a slater? Like the... Woodlice. Wood, aye. Woodlice. Oh, we spoke about this before, yeah, you hate, you absolutely... It was just a wee teeny toty one. So you get freaked out with them, And I you? went to sleep. And I dreamed I was like this crab, or I was seeing this crab, it was like a big crab, and then it was getting attacked by this woodlouse, and it was like tearing it apart, and I was like, whoa man, this is insane, and I, I, but I could like- You were the crab. I was a crab, mate, but I could see all my wee bits flying about. Were you doing this? <laughs> but I was like running away, like, and I was like, a, I was a big crab as Sideways. well, but this woodlouse, <laughs> this woodlouse was huge, and then I got for a piss, and I was like, whoa. And then, do you know the weird, like, so, when I try and fall asleep, this is the usual, I'll sit and I'll think about whatever it is I've got today, right? And I'll still do that with this stuff, but I'll be thinking about something completely non-related to myself. Like, non-related to my life. Like what? I'll, like, and I genuinely mean this when I say this. Like, the other day when I was like, the second time I took it, I was like, right, I need to get that for the shop, and then I need to stock the shelves. That's that. Like, I'll let you have a shop. <laughs> That's like, you know what I mean? I was like, what is my brain hanging about? <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a normal 95 job. <laughs> See, I don't stock shelves. It's like my brain's still active, but it's calming me down. So I'm no thinking consciously anymore. Mm. I'm pure thinking heavy subconsciously at this point. <laughs> but usually I'm thinking it's the strangest thing I can feel. But it's what I needed. That's what I was saying. I'm like, getting seven hours of good sleep a night now, which is good for me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, that's fucking fantastic. And I'm like feeling good. I'm feeling cognitively good. I'm not just getting through the day. 
Welcome to life, mate. This I know. Is, I know. Uh, I've, been, I, I've said since day one that I've always had been pretty good with sleep. I'll have crappy night sleep, but I can usually fall asleep pretty, yeah, pretty well. Um, but my sleep last night—that's my wasn't as good as yours. I went to bed, right? Have you had a fucking amazing sleep the night before? Well, I slept till like half ten. You can't have bo- you can't have the best of both worlds, mate. I had, uh, what what time did I fall asleep then? That we've well, this is this is weird, but this is now you think long term couples what do you get up to? This is one of the weirdest not weirdest, but I, I enjoy this. Like me and Jillian will watch T V pretty often, but I, I don't know, man, you know for it, I seen a TikTok and it's threw me off, like wanting to go to the cinema where or watch TV where at night because it's it's one of the way it's one of the least ways to connect with your fucking ah, partner. I've heard right? this. I've heard this. Um, and it's right, you're sitting down, you're watching a film because you can't even talk to each other. You can maybe talk about <laughs> it. And some th- we're watching a show, uh, Power. You know, ah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I've watched it, and um, Jillian never watched it. No, but she get roped into it because <coughs> I was watching a. Re- I just wanted something shite on the background, and ah, she yeah. get roped into it. So we're we're playing it through. In the and uh, something mad happens, and <laughs> something <laughs> mad happens, and she's like, "Oh my god!" Right, but that's a, that's about the extent of your fucking communication when you're watching something. Um, so I don't like watching stuff. But anyway, Saturday night uh, we went to bed, and she's got to see Luke Holmes tonight. And we, I don't know how we ended up. We were playing songs. I don't know why we were. She was playing like her favorite song which is oh that's what it was we we're talking about is that I for, i'm going she's going to fucking be raging at this now because i can't remember the the bird's name but it's a country singer and she's split up with her man right and she's made this whole album and, i've heard about this right, and, I've heard and, about and, and don't get me wrong songs are banging they're good they cut deep good wee emotional songs but she's blaring it out and i'm like is that what you think about me because it's like some fucking tough lyrics like jokingly obviously She's like, no, but like you're you're fine, but sometimes like I'm just like I feel the I feel these lyrics. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, fuck's sake, man, that one cut deep. Anyway, two country singers have gone back and forth. So then we just started playing music and then we fell asleep to listen to music and done that in ages. But I like, she was I, playing her favourite song and then I was like, What well, can I play mine? And then So you're picking but, one each? I Machine Gun Kelly, obviously. <laughs> 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 no, but, I was saying to you the other day, I honestly <laughs> think <clears throat> See, since you moved out of this gym earlier in the year, I don't think I played music, mate. No? For my workouts, for anything. It's been podcasts, audiobooks, or silence. Being serious, and, and last night, I think I started to get a wee bit... You know, music can make you feel. You can oh. you can get right into the, music. Right into the why, zone. That's why I lost the music all the time. But I don't know, I think I was maybe... I'd overdone it earlier in the year. And that's how I was like, right, I've, I've been away for it. But I was adding all these songs to, like my like playlist and it's got me hyped up for the gym yeah which is, which is weird isn't it but I'm like can I wait to get to the gym because I'm going to listen to these songs That's to get me time, in man. the zone so um, and the songs are not anything special right it's probably I actually think I added quite a lot of country see, songs see, seeing <laughs> you've no listened to a lot of music in a long time they all hit harder aye so that's yeah, man, it's, aye, it's like going banger. off coffee aye, you know, aye, aye, like, I'm stimulated <laughs> uh, so we've done that Saturday night and they're just, honestly it was like half ten to half ten <laughs> All the way through That's I think I, my alarm still went off at, at five And, and I got up and I was like No chance No chance Turn that off uh, Honestly this is going to sound fucking Try and get a political correct word here We bit gimpy Right But I think music is A fine art Like there's so many Like music is definitely my I, I don't even know if it's my first love Or Lifting's my first It's half and half I'm You're, no, You are on to something though So I'm not sure As much Remember I asked you the question In the last podcast How often you think about the Roman Empire Aye Right so here's something This has nothing to do with the Roman Empire But 
I got this on one of the wi- the Viking shows. Yeah. And the way stories get told to like future generations, they didn't have TV, they didn't know how to write, they didn't have books, it was songs. Aye, aye. Done it in lyrics and song and songs and that. So mm. there is there is an art and a I guess a beauty to mu- music in that sense. Yeah. Know that hard style shit though. No, there, there is, there is, there is. Well, I guess when you think about it, because they tap into the the beats per minute. Aye. Um, and get I get your heart rate up. See when you watch that sort of stuff with like the trippy fucking. Um, strobe lights or whatever the so, designs and all that. So you're listening, like, so this is, so ha- see, ev- everything changed after COVID, like music wise. Like, see all these hard techno DJs. You know, you know, we've seen all the techno stuff, and it's like, it's like quite, kinda, yeah, it's yeah. faster and harder. Like everything's faster and harder than it ever has been. Like, and drugs are fast. Uh, everything's just. I think TikTok culture's got to do with that. No, though, but it has. But everything's yeah. just propelled. So like, see hardstyle before, like maybe two thousand and. 7 to 2012 was like a lot more melodic and happier but it was still hard and then it got a lot happier because I don't know like the world is trying to like the world like influences music mm-hmm. and it's so strange but now after Covid everything's just how hard can we make these tunes these raves like how hard can we go that's what it is <laughs> and like I listen to hard stuff but then I'll, I'll see it on myself I'll go back to and listen to music for like 2015 because mm-hmm. I think that's the best music do you know that way? Yeah. It's like the pure... What, what was your golden era of music, 2015? 2015, 2017. They're the best. It's the best the, music. The best era. Aye. Because it's like dark and evil. <laughs> no, but it is. It's still, you listen back to it and you go, oh, there's like a a real... Hatred. Uh, there's a real evilness behind this. We used to go to Raw, like raves, and like the start, it was just like normal, like, oh, well, here we go. And then the end, man, it's like you're in this mad cult. <laughs> you're yeah. in this cult, man. And it's like the devil is playing the tunes to you, like, fucking. <laughs> but it's like everybody's like, everybody's there. You're feeling it. Right. Man. But at like six in the morning, you're like, what the fuck are we at? Have you seen that? Is it a place in Germany, the gym? It's got a DJ. Ah, yeah. pure aye. fucking hard style tunes. Aye, 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 aye. That's fucking mad. The place was packed. Packed, mate. But that's also dangerous. Strobe lights going on. <laughs> <you're> packed, <laughs> fucking, I'm not getting this PR. <laughs> mate, they're no training. They're just fucking walking about <laughs> the gym, fucking it or not. Ah, it's a wee bit of a hangy bit. Um, aye, so my, my sleep last night, here's how stupid I got last night. <coughs> Wanted to go to sleep about nine o'clock. Right. Starting to wind down, get in the bed, and I was like, I've no uploaded today's podcast, right? Uh, so this is, today's Monday, right? So this will be out on Thursday, but we, obviously the podcast you know, comes out. see if you go to bed at nine, no, because you're up at five, isn't it? So that's why I'm in bed, and I'm like, right, I'll just do it. I'll do it in the morning. I'll make sure I get up when my alarm goes off. Aye. And I'm lying there, and I'm like, Thank I'm not getting to sleep here. So anyway, I fall asleep, but it, it took me longer to get to sleep than I did. But you see with the stress, mm-hmm. when I woke up, boom, straight out of bed, Aye. on the laptop, done, 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 upload, done. And I was like, I'm fried. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I feel like I've done a whole shift of work and it's only half past do, eight. Do you always remember that time when I said in the podcast, I know when I'm stressed, when I wake up and I wake up. <laughs> up straight away that's aye. what I mean aye, so you're up you, at the you're, first alarm you're wired and you're up at the first alarm doesn't mean you're awake you're ready to do whatever your brain's there to do yeah. it's so strange but then after you do the thing you need to do you're done oh of course of course so before we get into today's episode how was your weekend overall then you had to break into your house break into no house. had a car no the car you had mad dreams I had mad dreams life alright aye I've always had mad dreams though so but you, you, you but it's like it. heavy, like you're morphing it's it. Every single, it's, every, it's every single night this time. <laughs> I want you to give us a download, so start writing them all down. I will, I will, I will. Because I'll Because I don't I, think MD has ever had a dream when here I was a crab getting demolished <laughs> by a wood lice. Mate, that's the thing, like it's every single night, you know. 
So I know for a fact I'm going to go to bed and it's going to happen again. I've told the story in the podcast of Jillian's mum taking CBD oil. Have you? I have I? I'm saying I, I don't know if I've don't told this. So. No. Uh, so she struggling with her sleep and CBD oil is, is, a, is a great supplement. Um, obviously the non-hemp so you don't get the fucking THC aye. high and whatever. Aye. And I told Jillian, I was like, convince her to take this. It's no fucking bad. We were shifting by it in boots after all. <laughs> so she started taking a few droplets under the tongue. And she had to come off it because the dreams are so vivid, it was stressing her whole fucking life out. So, having all these wild dreams that she was like pregnant and mate. mad stuff, right? And the best one was my mate Ross, right? Used to always wear a tight black t shirt. So, anytime Jillian's mum had met Ross, which was few and far between, tight he's jacked t-shirt. out, fucking juiced out his nut, fucking jacked as fuck, tight as extra small boys t shirt on, so looking hella big, right? And she had a dream. On multiple occasions that Ross was trying to kill her, but he took his top off and he was flexing <laughs> and then wrapping the black t-shirt around her and suffocating her. And she'd wake up in a panic so many times and she's like, I can't take that stuff anymore. So I wonder if your dreams will, will have that much effect on you where you don't take it. My dreams are good, mate. Do you know, I bet if it's bad dreams? I know, but my dreams right now are good. See, if it was bad dreams, would you take it still? Mm, aye. Love it. It's excitement, isn't it? No, like, see, like, when I was me. when I was thinking about stocking the shelves and that, I was like, can't wait to stock my shelves. Like, I'm actually doing a really good job <laughs> of stocking these shelves, isn't I? Maybe I should go, <laughs> maybe I should start working in Aldi. Mate, <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, yeah, like, they've been feeling really good. I'm, I'm waking up, I'm going, whoa. So <laughs> see, when, weird. You, when you come compass mentis, you're like, what the fuck, man? What the fuck? Like, better no. I'm not dreaming in ages, man. I don't usually dream that much anymore. That's why I'm thinking I might take a sleep supplement. As much as my sleep's good, how deep a sleep am I actually getting? I that's what I feel. That's I what I feel up. like. I'm definitely, definitely deeper. Aye. Well, maybe, like when I'm maybe getting I'll, off the toilet, I'm going right. I'm ready to go right back to bed. So maybe I'll mess about supplements. But if if anyone does struggle with sleep, we've done a few episodes on this now. But it's maybe trial out what you're doing just now. I'm going to try magnesium. I think it's T3 is meant to be really good. Go look into it a wee bit and experiment a wee bit. Maybe come back to the podcast with something on that because. As we said before, sleep, you change sleep, everything in your life improves. A- everything. Right? Everything. everything. We're big advocates of lifting weights, which plays into getting like a deeper sleep. I feel got better, the better I'm sleeping. You're speaking more normal as well. You're not going... <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> a- <laughs> you're pronouncing your words. I genuinely there. feel like that, Sharper. that last week, back to the training, but it's not even that. I just feel like my brain's like... Cognitive. Aye, I, I can just reply to you. taking creatine as well still? Yeah. Every day? Every day. Interesting. Well, it'll be good to see how I know, no, I'm got... I'll, I'll never come out like I'll never come out feeling like this again. I don't think, like to do an experiment to see how bad I feel. But that's that's also the weird thing with you bodies. You're gonna fucking get adapted to it, aren't you? Aye, so aye. it's like, where do you go next? Aye, I don't know how you can get adapted to creatine, can you? Mm, no, because it's it's actual phosphate that you're generating. Aye, so, aye, so you're you you're using you're it, you're utilizing aye, it. Aye. Um, but I'm talking about the sleep the sleep stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how Let's that see. works. Um, right, today's episode is all about getting jacked, getting massive. It is bulking season. And right? if you want to be a muscle mommy, same thing. Right, well, yeah, so it's good to actually talk about this. So bulking, we'll talk about what it is in a sec, but bulking is, aye, it's, it comes from the bodybuilding world. It's probably one of those things there. <coughs> bodybuilding is fantastic, right? You've got, or, or there's elements of bodybuilding that, that has made training fantastic, like understanding that you can sculpt and shape your body in a certain way and all these different things. Now, cutting and bulking, these are fucking common phrases in the in the bodybuilding world. 
And I'll never forget when I was doing my bulk and my cut and going back and forth, I was in the corporate workspace and um, people were just curious, like, why are you eating so much? Why are you eating so much that like, I'm bulking? What does that mean? I'm like, you just don't know what that means? Peasants. I Fucking know. peasants. Imagine so not weird, knowing what that means. So weird to hear that. And then I'd go cutting. And when I say cutting in, in, in England with a Scottish accent, most frustrating thing in my life. Cutting? Like, they're like, what are you saying? Cutting? Cut, cut, no, I'm going to fucking lose my mind. Would they anyway, say cutting? They, Did they pronounce it too? Uh, they just say it English, right? right, right <laughs> they just right. say it with a good, strong English accent. Um, and I, I, I still remember to this day, I was saying this, cutting's like, why Why would you cut? It's like, well, this way you get leaner. Oh, so I should be cutting? And I said to the woman at the time, aye. Because I knew nothing about training people, aye, right? Aye, aye. And it fucking, it almost haunts me because I'm like, oh man. You fucked her up. She probably tried to cut like how I was doing it Aye. and fucked herself up forever so but bulking has its uh, bulking and cutting has its values today's episode is going to be all in bulking and how to do it correctly because it's probably one of the most fucked up ways that or the ways that people go about it is, just, is, is wrong everybody and, seems to cut really really well or much better than they bulk mm. because people see a bulk as I, I can it, do whatever the fuck uh, I want it, but they'll go in a cut. I can't do anything. Arguably, the bulk's harder than the cut. I, I wouldn't say harder. It's, it's different longer. than the cut, but it's longer. And you, I would argue that you need to dial more stuff in on the bulk than you do in the cut. Mm-hmm. And this is also very similar to your hard gainers. Because from a hard gainer point of view, where you struggle to put on size, mass, whatever, <coughs> what we're going to talk through in today's episode with the tips that we share is going to help you massively and I guarantee you're, 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 you're going to um, realise a lot in yourself like, oh fuck, I do that. Yeah. So what is a bulk first of all? Um, and I guess why is it important? So a bulk is where you go into a surplus of calories. So let's say our maintenance calories just now, I think we both maybe hover around, give or take the 3,000 mark and to go into a surplus, we have to jump up upwards of 3,500 to four. Four five in some cases. I think well, I'm in four thousand one hundred fifty now. And your, your activity is down low as well. I've no gained anything this week. Oh really? No. And that's a, that's also an important point that we'll probably get into as well. That just because you don't see anything on the first week doesn't mean it's exactly. fucking. That's it's I'm fucking no change, chill, man. I'm uh, not changing anything uh, this week. So, how would you describe a bulk to your client? I've honestly never put anything into a bulk yet. I'm not, I'm not a bodybuilding coach and a lot of people don't come to me for bodybuilding and a lot of people, like, a lot, I've not really got anybody into a stage where I go, right, we're going to properly bulk, like, I genuinely have not so, uh, so this is so interesting, your mindset is going to that, because if I ask you, what did you do with Burnett? No, I know, I know, so, but... And I think that's the, so the stigma around bulking. That's why I wanted to do this episode, because bulk is this fucking bodybuilding mentality and... Yes, it's a it's a fucking term that's used in there, but in all honesty, every single person it's where your foundation is built. And yeah. it's where probably most of our training begins with clients. Yeah. We're eating a wee bit more calories, we're getting you to lift heavy, build strength, build your foundations yeah. for your fucking maintenance or cut <coughs> that you end up going through. So I guess in a way you don't communicate the bulk, but you can communi- can communicate the benefits of it, maybe. Yeah, yeah. It's it's for I don't like to use the word cut and bulk too. No, yeah, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm with you here. It's like, it's a very risky and I don't like to say to clients like, we're going to bulk for like six months because none of my clients really want to. 
Do you know what I mean? They're go none of my clients' goals right now are that. And they, they are happy with what they're doing. It's usually maintaining. Do you know what I mean? A lot of it's just maintaining or cutting weight. Do you know what I mean? So but like if, if I was to say like a proper bulk for myself, it's I'm in a phase where I'm in a slight calorie surplus that's gonna lead me to gain a little bit of fat and muscle. Mm-hmm. Because that surplus of calories is gonna lead me to have more energy to train harder. Yeah. Good. So for me, if I'm communicating to a client, most clients want to have a shape to their body. Yeah. Most clients want to have curves or bigger muscles or whatever, right? There's always an aesthetic part there. Most clients want to lose weight. <coughs> In order to do any of these things, we need to have foundations built. Yeah, yeah. And you cannot, or I'd say the metabolism is so fucking complex in itself that it's it's hard because I do this with clients. I'm like, how the f- they're still losing weight. How are they doing that? Mm-hmm. Where you start training them and the calories that they're having is still pretty low, but you see a great response. You're like, what the fuck's going on here? You should you should not be seeing this response with this. But anyway, so <coughs> the bulking aspect, or I would say the, the surplus of calories, that gives you extra energy. Uh, so in, in order to get more energy, more muscle, more strength, faster metabolism, um, a better hormone profile, yeah, better stress management, yep. we need to expose you to a surplus of calories. Yep. And for the context of this episode, that's going to be labelled as the bulk, right? Well, we're we need to, a better term. We're going to call it the gaining phase. Very good, Jai. Reason, yeah, reason being is, and you, you'll know, you see a girl who's been a little bit overweight, we're going into a bulk getting chunky I'm a fuck I'm and no it, I don't want to get bulky and this is where the bodybuilding's fucked it because they're fucked it in that, in that respect bodybuilding cheat meals came spurred from this cheat days cheat weeks fucking all out full blowing do what the fuck you want mm-hmm. and this is where you'll see athletes in the bodybuilding space show up to a show and go fucking hell he looks great next year he looks great year after that it's like mm, something doesn't he Looks a wee bit. Looks like he's holding a wee bit more, mm. a wee bit more water. Maybe then he cut as well. Mm-hmm. And it's all to do with the binge episode, Aye. which I've talked about before. I think twenty-two pounds, twenty-three pounds. The day after my show, I woke up because I was planning on it. was Nutella, milk, fucking crispy donuts. Just no need for it, and it builds a bad relationship with with food. However, bulking done the right way, you'll get like you said the gaining phase. You well, the the whole point of a successful bulk is to gain. As much muscle as possible with as little amount of fat. Yeah. Now, I'd probably say you'll gain a little bit of fat. No, you won't. no fat, like, at the very minimal. You won't lose fat. So I think understanding that this isn't the phase where you'll, you'll lose body fat. However, weirdly enough, when I start increasing calories with clients, their body composition lose. changes. Aye, aye, aye. And they're like, oh, this is great. And, aye, like, aye. and then I don't, know how to, I don't know how to communicate that because that's... It's hard. So here, here's something that, like, I think it's good to expose a client to a quick cut after a ma- after you. So you get them in and you build their foundations, and I think it's good to expose them to a cut, whether it w- whatever it is, and go look how easy it was to get to lose that weight, mm-hmm. and go look, see when we go to do this maintaining phase, no this gain this gaining phase, you're gonna you're gonna gain a little bit of fat, but this is where you gain the muscle that's gonna really shape your body, and then you go look. Remember how easy it was to cut before? Now that you've got all the habits and the behaviours and you understand your nutrition, you understand your training, that's how easy it's going to be once you gain it yeah. during this phase. But the good thing is you're going to keep the muscle that you've built during that time. Yeah. So it's good to expose them to a cut first. Not a cut as in I'm going to shape your full body cut. Just 
I'm going to show you how yeah. easy it is to lose four, five, six pounds. All right, let's do a follow-up episode to this to how to cut successfully. Yeah, yeah. Do the the opposing one, but no, we will. Um, so I so your surplus of calories, your gaining phase, your bulk, and I, and I think that's actually a better way of framing it because yeah. I was thinking about it and I was like, as soon as you say bulk, most people are attracted to it because as if you're if I'm the younger me, the 21, 22 year old, <coughs> and I hear bulk, I'm like, right, okay, who do you look at? Bodybuilders, right? Mm-hmm. And bodybuilders get this. Sorry, majority of bodybuilders get this wrong, mm-hmm. and this is where they fuck up. This is where you build bad relationships with food mm-hmm. if you do it wrong. You gain that much body fat that when you cut, you end up looking the same, which may then you look back at the past sixteen weeks or whatever and go, "What the fuck was the point in that?" Aye. Right? So there's another, there's another thing, time wasted, um, just to tell you, and as well, it's just to, like you said, you tell yourself, I can do whatever the fuck I want, mm-hmm. I can be a wee bit more relaxed drinking, I, I can own do, a bowl for some reason. I can go out for food more, and, and yes, the, if there's a time, if you're an all-round year athlete, and you go into a maintenance phase, and you want to go into a gaining phase, depending on how serious you're taking your prep, that probably is the window to eat out a wee bit more, yeah. but there's a couple of things you want to look at first, yeah. a couple of things you want to make sure is dialed in, um, so uh, that's what a bulk is. That's why we do it. So when? When is high? Uh, when's, when's an important one? So when why is it this time of year everybody wants to do it? Well, it's the it's a good old off season there. Eh? Aye, aye. Uh, we're thinking about next... Well, the thing is, most people don't really think about next summer. No. And this is the problem that... I think we spoke about this before. And I've came, came to the crossroads with a few clients that when I've initially brought them on it's like look I've done this before and I lost a ton of weight but I fucking didn't like the way I looked mm-hmm. and it's like well you've got no foundation set you've got no like, you, think don't, about you don't have any muscle I, I, exactly you've got no shape to your body mm-hmm. and you see this a lot with the high intensity space where yeah. they lose their ass or they lose their chest they lose their their size because you don't have an ass I, and, and the, the sad thing about that is some people who fall into that category then think oh I'm never going to cut again. So then they go so heavily on the off season or the bulk. <coughs> this is where powerlifting strongmen get it a wee bit wrong because oh. they're like, "Oh, this I can get away with it more." And it's like, "Fuck, man!" And and it's in one of the points we've got here. There's a there's a training intensity that comes along with that for sure. But it's like, don't fucking be so married or opposed to the opposing view. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So strongmen are f- mate, f- absolutely like. They just they get whatever they can. Like you watched Eddie Hall's fucking, and he was the strongest man in the world. But for and the top, the open class powerlifters, same thing. Like they'll yeah. be eating just to get to get as big as they can. But if someone is a weight class in a powerlifting, it's they, more performance these days. Yeah, so yeah. it's so competitive that you need to have a really good diet yeah, yeah, yeah. to stay that weight. But I open class, which is just the biggest class. They're just like was that boy that was eighteen? No, twenty one. 23 he was 23 sorry Aye, Jesus Oliveris Jesus indeed. and he was he, he deadlifted 410 the other day in the bar but he looked like he was pushing 40 man aye that's that, when you can see it physically in their health aye it? you're looking at me you're going wow he is old and he's young younger yeah. than us mm-hmm. and that's the everybody everybody gets the bulk wrong when it comes to that they're like right I'm gonna put on as much weight as I can yeah. as quickly and, as I can and that's the thing to, that Try and get your head away. Yes, scales arguably, arguably should be going up they, they need, a little they, bit. Yeah. But if you're putting on half of that as muscle and half of that as fat, I wouldn't even say that's a successful build. It should be, I, I don't know, like, I've never actually tested my body fat 
in my weight at the same time. Yeah. And because testing your body fat can be quite fucking skewed as well, it's it's very hard to it's hard to measure. But what would you say you would you would expect the average percentage of body fat to go up by? I guess this depends on the person going into it where they're at. But so you're looking about like depends which part depends of depends the, where they're starting from how low a body fat are they starting it also from? depends it like are they start are they uh, begin at the gym mm. or are they going to have the newbie gains basically are they going to build muscle so, uh, really that's quickly what want, that's what I want or are they going to be like they've trained for a couple of years they've gained a little bit of yeah. muscle already and they're going to struggle to put on a lot of mass do you know what I mean so if you're a beginner starting this I would uh, arguably I'd say this is where you start as a beginner and um, and when I say start, there's a couple of steps to starting a bulk, just like there's a steps to starting a cut. Yeah. And I would say that we'll run through the, the actual strategies that we both do, or if we had to both do it, how we would go about it. But the where if you're a beginner, then I would say you probably expect to see no change to your body fat, depending on where you are. You might actually see your body fat come down. Yeah. But I would say that's just a byproduct of managing your stress better, no, eating aye. more good food, just mindful eating. Aye. You're getting your movement in and your training. Aye, you're no used you've to done right? So, so they're all different adaptations, and I would ar- I wouldn't even call that a gaining phase, a bulking phase. I'd just say, look, this is your main new gaining. Aye, aye, aye. Like you're, you're eating at maintenance because you've now done it. You this the, the stimulus from it is just <laughs> flying up. So obviously, let's tell everybody when if you're looking at your body and you're going, should I bulk? Should I cut? And you look at your body and going, right, it's time for me to bulk. What does that look like? So, again, client dependent. But if you're if you're looking at it, first thing you need to understand is you're not just waking up and going into a bulk. You're not just waking up and going into no, a car. You need to be. You need to. You need to understand. So, very fucking like a broken record on this. Aye. There's awareness that you need to have where you're at. Mm. How often are you training? Yeah. What's your movement like? And do you know where your calories are mm-hmm. at? More importantly, do you know where your calories are? Because if you don't. And you don't know what your weight fluctuation looks like. Yeah. It's very hard to go right. I'm success. I'm, I've done a successful bulk because you need information. You need and data back to you. And if you're not ready, and this isn't meant in a bad way, you're just going to get fat. Yeah, because you're going. You're just going to get unnecessary fat, and mm-hmm. it's hard. To, as soon as you do that, you fucked it. Yeah, because your body image is like you're like. Wow, I was meant to build all this muscle, and now I've just got really fat. And then you go right. I'm going to cut, and you just struggle. Because before you went into the bulk or the gain fa- the gaining phase, your diet was already really poor. So when you go into your cut to get it off, it's you're still really poor. So if you are unaware that your diet's poor, your sleep's poor, and you go right, I'm gonna gain, I want to gain muscle now. Like fuck this, I fucking hate feeling this. And you go in and you just get really fat. Yeah, and and I think that's another part. What does what what does your out life, uh, your no your outlook in life? Outside of the gym, what does your life look like? Because mm-hmm. if it's high in stress and you don't think that you can prep meals, and you, you might be thinking, well, surely that's where you don't prep meals as much. No, you absolutely do. And no, you'll, you do we'll it. get into that Aye. point in a sec. But the the whole component around it, there is a mindset that you need to have going in it. And there's a level of awareness that you need to have going into it. Because if you're not ready to dial, when you say dial in, but oh, yeah, you, you need to, you do need to dial in 
give the training sessions the right amount of intensity and give your nutrition a good kind of stab in your sleep and your stress management. Mm-hmm. If life's all up in the air, it might not be the right time to bulk, and that's okay. Like yeah. staying at a maintenance phase isn't a bad isn't a bad strategy either, because then there isn't the pressure of going, I need to eat this a wee bit more food. Because the one thing that you miss you miss when you're eating more food sounds great, mate. I but said, if, you're I tell us the if you're consistently in your maintenance, you know what satisfies you. So then you need to push your calories up. Up. What, what would you say, three hundred to six hundred? Yeah, somewhere within that range person dependent and the strange thing is you bunk your calories up 500 you actually move more you sleep bit depending on the food quality you sleep better your training sessions will be better so you actually burn so say your calories are 2000 and you go to 2500 and your expenditure was 2000 because that's your maintenance and then you go to 2500 your maintenance then goes to 2200 2300 yeah. because you have this much more energy to put into your sessions so your that's life I, I think we spoke about reverse dieting in the past yeah. as well and this is where reverse dieting can get a wee bit um, confusing con- uh, confusing in the sense it's only confusing because the metabolism is so fucking yeah. crazy yeah. Um, did you see James Smith's video the other day about adding muscle how it doesn't burn more body fat and how that and, and I think I, and this it, is a terrible message to put I, across oh fucking so, I hate I it know, I it's know. like don't put on muscle if you want to get your metabolism better but I can I can speak for a- anecdotal all my clients as well mate. Aye. I'm the same and every, every coach that I speak can, to they can eat so much more food than what is it 12 calories I think they work out it's an extra 12 calories right and and this is where you cannot like this there's a range that your body can build and I I heard this on that podcast this morning I was listening to and I've heard the point so many times before and it's right and it's hard for a lot of data to back this up because it's hard to measure in a scientific study that this is what happens to your metabolism because it's so fucking complex yeah Um, I've got a chart in my nutrition course right and it goes here's all the chemical responses that our metabolism happens right and it's all these fucking mad equations right and it goes down the bottom corner this is the two that we understand to a t mm-hmm. and there's all this thousands of these chemical reactions right but i loved i loved the way that this was explained it was like your body has the ability to change the way or adapt and output how many calories it burns on a regular basis and this is all dependent on your environment mm. your stress yep. your intensity in your workouts how well that you're sleeping yep. the foods that you're eating that's how it's so complex right so yep. say your range could be 1700 yep. or it could be 3000 yep. the, the range is going to be so i'm just saying that's an arbitrary number it's going to be so person dependent but as you start to manage your stress your hormones your hormone profile starts to working work itself out and and getting better um or working better for you your workouts feel good your mobility is good your movement's good your nutrition's good then all these or your range becomes much higher and this is where a video like james smithy's i, I get james smithy's <laughs> we smithy are there eh? um a video that he does like that in and I get why he's doing it. He's not the only one to do it. It's a trend. Aye, it's that's a trend. It's a trend that everyone's jumping on. But it's on. a trend to people who are fucking lazy. Mm-hmm. That's what it's directed to. Mm-hmm. By the way, do you see these people are saying if you gain mere muscle, your metabolism won't. So what's it, what, you don't really need to gain that much muscle because you're only going to gain 12 calories extra on your maintenance. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. Absolute bullshit, yeah. If you're sitting doing fuck all, if you train and do fuck all and you sit in the same spot, Probably it'll equate to twelve calories. It'll yeah, equate to it twelve calories to that point. But that's n- that's you, not how life you works. You can't build muscle 
on a fluke either, right? No. You can't just... Yeah. And let's talk about the process that goes into building muscle. Like we're saying, the bulk, the foundations, the strength, everything that we'll run through in a wee sec here. Let's... On the flip side of this, people are like, right, cool, I, I'm not interested in building muscle then. I think if you look at bodybuilders, bodybuilders have some of the lowest rates of cancer in the categories of people. And I know that can be skewed in itself, right? Yeah. But see, when you think about that, it's like, what the fuck's happening there? The, the mass monsters, mm-hmm. the most extreme people in our society weigh fucking shit tons of muscle, right? Yeah. Let's talk about how anyone that's affected with an illness, one of the best things that you can have... Is muscle. To, to fight against this is muscle mass because your body's going to deteriorate if you're in a hospital bed, mm-hmm. if you're in a coma for fucking three months, six months, whatever it is. I know no. these are extreme examples, but that, even being in a hospital for four weeks, the strength and the, the, your tendons, your fucking ligaments, your mu- the, the mass around your muscles, these are proactive tissues yeah. that gives us more, ho- like a, a better hormone makeup and a better genetic fucking, or no genetic, a better um, um, energy fucking consumption and what right so you can see it it, it would probably all been affected with it if someone's went into hospital and they come out and they're frail and they look weak and they're broken like imagine that person just had an extra five pounds of muscle how that would have combated and fought against that big time and that's what i mean it's not just about fucking calories burned here man no. it's it's way more fucking I guess than that. you have more muscle you move faster you have a higher strength output it's easier to move more load it's easier to walk further mm-hmm. it's easier to run further Up it's easier stairs. to pick up that pencil in and out your car do you know what i mean all these moving you don't go oh can i board going and getting that you just go and get it mm-hmm. and it's like bang 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 like confidence everything you have uh, you have severe confidence in how your body moves and because you're doing that you burn way more than 12 calories per pound of muscle yeah. And that means you can enjoy your food that little bit more as well. Yeah, so this is this is also an important factor. So um, I think we're still on the bit of saying when you should bulk here. Yeah, we are, we are, we are. But you, you think about it, in our world that we live in, how fucking easy it is to eat 1,500 calories. Very. I think we actually eat that every time we order a burger in here. So I, think about it. I got... A subway yesterday because I was out with my dad and that, and I was like, right, you know what? There's a subway here. It's just two in a row. You 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 give me shit for subway. I'm just saying. It's not. It's not too bad. I was like, it's not too bad. I can so track. I, right. I can track it. <laughs> went to Greg's, got a wee sausage roll because he got an extra sausage roll. Tracked it. It was like 1100 calories. I went. You know what? It can be upper below. We're never really going to fully know. It is what it is. We're never going to fully know. But I was like, no, it's not too bad. Ate it. I was still starving. I could eat two subways and I could eat five sausage rolls mm. in the one sitting. Even if you look at a three course meal, mate. A three course meal will take you above 1500 calories Easy Easy peasy right So in that front it's like right well Is the answer not to have a three course meal It depends right in your life However life's to be enjoyed as well Mm -hmm. And life can be enjoyed more with a faster metabolism That can handle more food The reason you feel like every time you eat out It goes straight to your waistline Is because your metabolism is adapted to such low calories right? So this is where the gaining phase The bulk that we're calling this episode is so important to do because in pursuing that bulk, the bulk or the gaining phase, your metabolism will speed up if you follow these following points. Absolutely. So the one last thing, would you say someone and I, I when I when I'm saying when we're saying gaining phase here, you can still and this is where it becomes a little tricky if you've got a higher body fat percentage, you can stay at lower calories because you've got the fat cells to give you that extra energy mm. in the gym which is 
for someone like me who's a little bit leaner on yourself, you know what I mean? If you're going into a gaining phase, you need the extra calories for the extra energy. I see what you're saying, yeah, yeah. So we spoke about an avatar of a beginner in the gym, right? Aye, aye. So let's speak about someone who maybe Body. falls into the obese category, yeah. okay? Is it right for them to do a bulk? Well, arguably, like you said, they've got more fat cells and fat storage where the energy is not quite like, it can be utilised in other ways of having extra calories. However, that person who falls into the obese category probably doesn't know where their calories are at, right? Mm. So it's just still be if finding you, it. If you reverse engineer it and break it down, we might call a bulk three thousand calories for them. For them, it's aye. But in reality, it might be five thousand. Yeah. But if we but say, if we frame it and say, look, that's three thousand, you'll see body fat come aye, down. And in the that fat, person, the fat yeah. cells are the the utilising fat cells that is the rest aye. of the calorie yeah. energy. That's a, it's a fair point. So if you if you're maybe somebody falls into that category, okay, the. The bulk might be something that we're saying to help speed up your metabolism. And you're like, oh, I don't want to gain fat. Well, you'll still eat extra calories, you'll still eat extra protein, like we're going to explain. But you will lose body fat because you have a lot of fat cells to use yeah. as energy. Well, this is where it, it does get complex because there's two different things that happen here. That someone who is in that obese category, they, they're worried about, it. it's not even cravings, they've not got a good eye, they, they don't a have a good relationship with food. on their cravings, yeah. yeah, the relationship with food is, a, is, a, is damaged from past history or whatever, so that's where I would actually say that client, I would frame the conversation, like we're looking to gain here, so you shouldn't feel hungry, yeah. however, understand what hunger looks like as yeah. well, so if I give a client 3,000 calories and that's where they're saying back to me like I'm fucking starving it's like okay let's go to three five and then I see that there's still big binge episodes then I might still play with a little more a bit more result a bit more allowance which will come into one of the points here because what we're doing in a in a gaining phase or a bulk phase is we're still working on like you said the routine yeah the the sessions the workouts the nutrition the structure all that's getting worked out within that and I think that's when that can successfully get them into a, Aye, a, a nice slow pace Aye. one last point before we get any how to bulk so I had a client and she came in to me one day and she was like James I was lying to myself for years she says I think we're eating like 2200 yeah. she says I'm enjoying eating this food but I was eating four or five thousand calories a day no problem see so you now that I look at it she was like I was actually thinking the other night what I used to eat every day and it wasn't a lot of food but I was like, now that I know the calories are in these foods when I have them, because you're like, I'll have a bag of crisps and I'll have a bag of sweeties. I was eating fucking loads of them and I was definitely eating that. And she says, that's why I got that size. And she was like, back then I thought, I'm not eating that much food and gaining this weight. How's this happening? And she says, I'm lying to myself. And I was like, look, you're not the only person. No, you're not. And and it's no, it's not that you're lying to yourself. You just don't know. Ah, you're, you're you so unaware. Aye, and this is so where, unaware. This is why there's a big toing and throwing whether you should track calories or not do this for me right everyone loves chorizo we were talking about this uh, aye, aye, aye. if you don't like chorizo then something wrong with you but chorizo makes everything taste better without a so doubt so good track it mm-hmm. put 100 grams of chorizo on uh, the scales and look at the calories that comes at the back of that you will quickly realise that the butter that you're putting on your toast the mayo that you're putting <coughs> in the sauce the scoop of cheese that Ma- you put mayo on mayo is so high uh, I will even if you're having light. I don't mean mayo. I just mean sauces in no, general. Like, like lighter than light is all right. I have so it's not too I, bad. I it's like sixty calories per fifteen grams, but full fat mayo and that oh sort of stuff. Um, same with your sauces. Um, 
And then the other thing as well is for like portion control. Mm. It's like, oh, it's about 10 grams. And then you're like, well, that's 80 grams aye, of cheese aye, I've been aye. having. Big fucking aye. heavy scoop Fuck that you jumped in. Um, you know what I mean? So the, where was I going with that? Aye, so the tracking component, you're we'll right. We'll just go straight it, in. Like, how, how are we bulking? So, so comes to tracking calories, right? Well, I think even before the calories, if you've got a surplus of calories that you're consuming, it all goes to shit if you're not getting your training right right your training so important right and this is where you're adding strength mass size functionality it could be could be so many different ways of what it looks like for whatever you, your goals you are you can't go in again in phase and be doing classes you can't you, you're absolutely you cannot. can't so let's talk about cardio then because yep. that's where that would fall into right aye, aye. cardio is absolute key to your health right yeah. and i wouldn't say be the person who hits their training session and then sits about the couch all day. I think we've all experienced this where we're like, ah, I'm going to, I need to maximise as much muscle I, as I, I can. I literally used to walk slower after the gym. <laughs> no, <laughs> didn't want my heart rate to I, go up. I, I was like, right, I've done my session, I need to repair before my next session. Aye. I need to move as, like if somebody would ask me to do certain work, i go, oh, I need to move. I know, you just want to like fucking... Just, Rest the less the I move, the more of maximising these calories has gone to my muscles. That's right? what I was thinking. So, um, and one of one of my good mates will not climb a Monroe with me to this day because he's like, I'll lose too much muscle. I goes, Are you stuck in the nineteen eighties, man? You fucking dough ball. Like, what is going on? So he took. He'll never go Monroe climbing. So he's missing out in the beauty of fucking Scotland. Even a walk, man. He wouldn't. He, nah, nah. I'll lose muscle. I'm like. You're anabolically enhanced. You're not going to lose any muscle. Right, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> but I, I can see where it comes from because the younger me was also of that Same. frame of mind. Yes. So cardio, hit classes, high intense workouts. It's not the best. It's not the right signal at all to be sending to your body. No, this is your growing muscle. It's almost wasted. Yeah, you're it's completely wasted. It's so catabolic. And the, I, the, the, I was going to say, so you need to think about it. You're sending a signal to your body of surplus of calories, and you're like, I want this energy to be used to building more strength and more muscle. Yeah. But then you send a signal that says, I want to decrease my strength and decrease my muscle. Yep. Right? So like you said, it's people will be like, no, but people will be listening and go, how is that class decrease my strength and decrease my muscle? Because it's one, your body's in a high intense state. So, with the response that cardio gives to our body is, we need to get better at this. Aye. And we need to get more efficient at this. Yeah. And it looks at your muscle mass and goes, that's too expensive to maintain. Yep. Get rid of that. Yeah. In the it's simplest of formats, too, right? Far it's too. a wee bit more complex than that, yeah. but that's the way you need to look at it. Mm -hmm. So, if that's doing that, then... And at this point, we're talking about high intensity, we're, we're not talking about steady state. Aye. So, and, and uh, this is where I'd say steady state cardio... You still want to be doing for yeah, your health. You want to keep because so, I've fucking been humbled very recently where I was like, Wow, my cardio health is taking a decrease. And I've noticed that when I'm walking more mm -hmm. and my steps are hitting a good range and I'm done cycling, start we when we started running way back when, my sessions had a wee bit more endurance. Yeah. And see when I just done my high rep phase and I was working out my strength sets, I was like, I'm stronger. Mm -hmm. So if you throw all that out the window, it goes against you as well. Yeah. So if that's when you're saying, oh, I can't be bored moving. Because if you're, the only way you're getting your intensity is through those strength sessions or workout sessions. Like you said, you, you start moving less, your energy goes low. So yeah. you don't want to do anything. No. Because you're so sluggish. Yeah. You're not putting the calories to fucking good use. No. So cardio, there's one part of it. Let's talk about the training sessions then. Again, 
This is where bodybuilders are great because they're like, I want this muscle to grow bigger. Mm-hmm. I want a bigger back. I want they're a bigger like, chest. I want to be so aesthetically pleasing that my muscles need to be bigger. Yeah. And this is where I'd say, if you have a focused area to focus on, cool. Plan a day around it. Yeah. But arguably, I'd say, I'd still go down the route full of body. full body compound movements. Yeah, yeah. They need to be in your programming. Yeah. And if you're, so if I'm someone who's like, right, I want my chest to grow. I'm doing three days a week of full body or maybe two days a week of full body compound movements and then I might put in a day of compound movements for that that my chest or maybe even machine movements for my chest yeah. because it's an additional session for blood flow or whatever you want to call it but that's not going to do me any harm. Also just hitting that chest with a little bit more stabilisation. You've already hit the stabilisers, you've already pushed your chest, now let's take it to absolute failure. Yeah. So training sessions... Again, if you're a beginner and that sort of stuff, this this is probably where Te- argue, technique I, is going to be the main thing aye, for a beginner. Aye, you're working on. You're still technique. going to be pushing yourself. Aye, and it should. The and the stimulus is going to still hit you. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Well, you get more energy for the performance. And w- w- uh, technique is a massive progressive overload. Mm-hmm. You get better and better technique. You're actually getting better stimulus with the same weight. Yeah. You stick with forty kilo, and you get better, better technique. You get a little bit lower. You pause at the bottom. That's still progressive overload. You're aye. still going to be building muscle. And strength as Aye, well. That's, exactly. That's and that's why I said functionality functionality a wee bit earlier in the episode that when you think of functionality it's like a buzz term just now, but it's like how it, many kitten pull ups can you do? Aye. It's when, no in reality it it's like well you can squat lower and yeah. hold the squat because you get stronger stabilizers or whatever you want to call it, right? Yeah. So I think rep ranges I would keep low. Lowish. I wouldn't do pers- well. No, I would, I would keep low. I would, I would keep lowish. I think we should do. I think it, it almost falls into the same category as classes. It's like if you do fifteen reps of squats, yeah, you get a bit of benefit. But there's a, it's not that it's carbon. Now, now, now's the time you've got more energy to recover from your sessions, so you can really, like, out. <clears throat> and it's not that when you're in a cut, you should definitely go to a higher rep ranges. It's just when you're in a gaining phase, you have this extra energy to really put into your session. Yeah. So you can do the higher intensity, which means more weight. For lower reps and really grind out the sets mm. that a little bit more because you have more energy. Yeah, and and this is why there's usually I would say arguably it's usually a telltale sign that somebody's on steroids because if they are hitting PBs when they're cutting mm-hmm. and cutting and cutting, I don't know, man. I ju- I just what do you think of that? I don't know if that's me just being a wee bit naive. I think you can definitely gain slightly if your training is proper, but you you're gonna have to lose in some areas. So if you're a body if you're a bodybuilder gaining strength in a cut, then you're probably losing a little bit of muscle at the end of it because hmm. you you're putting too much effort in, hmm. like too much too much stress in the body, not enough energy, not me. enough energy. So if you're getting try to get proper peeled, you know what I mean? Peeled as you call it. <laughs> uh, fuck, fuck knows if you're getting proper peeled, and you're get, so. I don't know if he still listens, right? And this was a big one. And I know why he asked this question. So, bodybuilder who always maxes out in deadlifts. And I watch him and I go, I don't think he's natural, no, for his looks. But because how heavy he goes in deadlifts every week. Mm. So, I put on my page, basically, don't max out in deadlifts. And he's like, is maxing out in deadlifts a set of five or a set of one? I said, mate, a, ma- a five max deadlift, all out, failure, is going to fuck you as well. And he went, right, cool, just wanted to know what you know. And I know that for a fact that his coach fucking maxes out in deadlifts all the time and claims yeah. natural. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I don't think he's natural for the reason being that his deadlifts, every week he's taking them so close to failure. 
mate, after a heavy deadlift, you are fucking fried. Fried. Mm. And I'm like, how can he claim natural? So, like, yeah, if you're in a cut and you're gaining a lot of strength, then you get these people, it's mind over matter. No, no, it's it's chemical reactions in your brain. <laughs> 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 nah, that, a, a wee bit of side drive. I wanted to kind of ask that question. So, so I train in compound movements. And, and there's a really good measurement if you don't follow a program or anything free program in our bio which you could probably utilise this with we've got one that's going to be coming out shortly that's definitely right up your street if you're if you want to apply the, uh, a nutrition principle to this yeah absolutely definitely right fit for that yeah but pick the movements your deadlift your yep. squat yep. your bench your overhead press in, in a row now right? all these are so demonised these days mm-hmm. so fucking demonised yeah. I think the and I fucking hate it uh, what's it called the 5x5 five five? is that German um, uh, oh my god what's the name of that German vault no, no that's 10x10 uh, ten ten. what is it called anyway so like you could apply that, that the Texas that, method is it no can, like I can't remember it's slipped my mind but those five movements if you do that and use that as your way of measuring progress yeah for no forget the scales the scales one part the scales couldn't be going up but see if those lifts are going up you're building strength obviously but you are building muscle you cannot get stronger and not build muscle in that phase if you've got that we'll talk about nutrition in a wee sec but that gives you the right intensity where even if it's a 2.5 kilo or 1.25 kilo to your lift if or even if you buy the wee stupid five kilo plates i say stupid they're actually more gyms should actually have them in in, in all honesty i don't know why we don't seem to think about it what have let they don't have much now, why do we not have the one kilo plates i don't know it's it's they're, they're expensive or what they are true they true. are expensive but yeah you're looking to increase that each week whether that's an extra rep up to your five reps on an extra uh, bit of weight yeah um and i think that sums up training i don't think i'm i don't think we missed anything need to train hard well, that's what I mean, the intensity, like it's you hard, need to be, aye, aye. you can't not train hard if the weight's going up, no, you, no, you don't no. just have a fluke and go, oh no. I'm stronger today, right? Aye, aye. Um, but, but I think surprised. it's vital for some, you'll see a client and they'll be like, oh, like, I go, see this gaining phase, you're no fucking gaining, you're no fucking gaining because you're no training hard, just because you're gaining, you're, yeah, you're getting a little bit of strength, but you're at the point where it's very easy to gain strength, if you're a beginner, gaining strength, it's not that difficult. And you get to a point you go, I can't gain any strength because you're not used to training hard. Yeah. And if you if if at the start of your training cycle you don't train hard, then by the point where it does get hard, you're like, I can't do this. Aye. Yeah, you can't gain any. You hit that plateau and you're never going to get past it because you're so used to training mediocrely. Aye. You're dead lifting like Oh, hiya. Oh I do. <laughs> so my client was talking to me the other day while she was benching again and I was like Shush. <laughs> shut up. Shut your mouth. Aye, shut up. I'm like, she's like, oh, that was a hard set. I was like, hard set you're talking half the fucking reps at the start. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I can't, I can't even but, mutter a fucking word. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I know, I know. But yeah, yeah, the right level of intensity has to be there. Yeah. Okay. So next one we've got here is our, the, the biggest part, what happens in nutrition, right? Yeah. So we know there's a surplus of calories. Massive. So how would you break this down, truthfully? Right, you've got to have done your foundation phase. So you, you, that means you understand your maintenance. If you don't understand your maintenance, you don't know where to start. So maintenance in the sense of you know how many calories your body can, on average can consume, not gain weight and not lose weight. Yep. So you need to know this. If you, you need to know this. I think we've done an episode on 
how to maintain, how to build a maintenance. We have it was a while how ago. to reverse diet or we've done how to reverse diet and we've done how to find out your maintenance as well. well. It was how to do a successful. It was how to get. I don't know what it was we've done. We've done I think we've done two. Like, right. we'll, we'll, we'll find it and leave the link below if you if you want to know how to work out your maintenance. Now the surplus of calories. In order to do this, or well, I guess first things first. What are you starting with? With a surplus, are you going straight to five hundred? I'm going straight to five hundred for myself because I I know for a fact that my my body my body and as an individual can handle five hundred and start moving more instantaneously. Yeah, yeah, and we'll come on to the types of foods that that, that goes into that. Yeah. So five hundred is probably a good rule of thumb. I would say minimum three. Yeah. And maximum for some people it might be a thousand. You would be one of those guys. I would say could be. probably. In fact, you did. You fit. You fit into the thousand. Because uh, definitely. If your metabolism is so used to the lower calorie side of things, going up too high too soon, it's going I, to gain that too much weight too and, soon. And also remember that the the gaining phase or the bulk, that whatever you choose to start with, it might increase as you go on because your metabolism is starting to get used to that. Yeah. Um. So calories. Then got that set. Let's talk about the, I would say arguably, this is where your meal prep has to be in place. Has to be. You're eating so much food at this point mm. compared to what you're used to. Now, you would think, oh, well, no, I meal prep on my cut, I don't meal prep on my bulk. This is why everyone gets it so fucking wrong. And that's why everyone gets yeah. this. They don't look good on a bulk. Yeah, they which, look terrible. You, which is not, like, so, if you are obviously, like, obese, right, and you're going into this... It's a bit different. It's a bit different, right? But, but the structure of finding a meal. For but you sure. shouldn't look crazy different when you actually go to properly gain when you're a little bit leaner. Mm. And that's where everybody gets it so wrong. Do you know what I mean? You yeah. shouldn't look much different. So I done. Um, this is where the coach that I worked with, because I done like a, it was like fourteen weeks of a, a quote unquote bulk and yeah. from a bodybuilder. <laughs> now I think back to that and I'm like, man, I looked, I actually looked better before. Not not before um, at the end of that bulk than what I d what I thought I would because I thought because I started and I was I'd done my own bulk I can eat whatever I want aye. I can do whatever aye. I want I'm training hard right I got that part down aye. so I'm building muscle um, I hadn't I'd I was off I I I would I would have been off steroids for about six months at this point so I'm eating more food. And there's more weight gain, and then that's when I realised I was like, man, I'm so heavy. So the guy, the guy sat me and didn't he sit me down. He, he said, look, your your competition you I do is like eight months away, so let's do a let's do a bulk with you. And I'm like, yes, fucking eating hundreds of calories. And he goes, you know, just having what you want. I'm giving you this structure. He gave me a meal plan to follow. I'm like, cool, I'll follow a meal plan. Tons of food, right? An abundance of food that I could I was happy with. Mm. As I started following that over the twelve weeks, I looked like I got leaner. But my shape kind of was very full. And I think, and I, uh, when we're doing this episode, I'm thinking back, the reason that happened was because he gave me a structure to follow and I stuck to a structure of food because what wasn't happening is, ah, right, okay, I'm on a bulk. I'm just going to go to Greg's and have a Subway, right? Like you said, I'm just going to, I can eat what I want. I can have a meal deal here. I can eat all this chocolate. I had still had a structure to the food which kept my calories in check. Yeah. And what usually happens with most people and all way most people, sorry, with um, your hard gainers is Monday to Friday, they're like, right, cool, got it. And then Saturday, they're like, ah, can't be arsed. Right? Aye. Can't be arsed. Can't be arsed. That was me yesterday. I was like, Aye. I'm going to struggle at my cows today. And this is the hardest part of the book. And I did. Mm -hmm. I did. Mm -hmm. 
but it was difficult. Aye, but one, that day, way. one day doesn't define you either, and this is the thing as well. Like, never make up for lost time. No. However, don't beat yourself up with missing it for a day or two. Yeah. Like, it, sometimes life's going to get in the way, and this is why when you're sitting down and you're thinking to yourself, right, I'm going to go on this successful boat, your lifestyle might not equate for it, because mm-hmm. you've just had a kid. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the right time to just, walk. Just you know what I mean? There could be so many different circumstances. Um. So, what would you have structure then? Structure, you've got to you've got to have what meals you're going to have that fit into your daily life uh, schedule. So you look at your schedule and you go, when could I eat, and when can I prepare the food? Mm-hmm. You need to understand the two things. So you go right, I can eat then, 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 but can I prepare in the time that I've got for the meals? Yeah. The answer needs to be yes to the two of them. Mm-hmm. So if you can go right, I can only have two meals a day. Right. You're fucked. No, but it's not even that. Like, I think you, I think you can. Weigh a 4,000 calorie surplus? Absolutely. You think so? Absolutely. I think the likelihood of hitting that, though... I could do that. T- you could, you could. But I think for the majority of people... Your best, I, not, your best not to do that. Because my advice in this one was going to be, like, if you can't eat a meal before 12 o'clock, you will struggle with oh, this bulk, right? absolutely. Because you're already man. behind, right? Absolutely. And we're going to break down macros here in a wee aye, sec. Aye. So... You're right, the, the answer does need to be yes to, to, to two of them, but if that, if you're looking at when can you eat and you're only having a meal in the afternoon and then a meal at dinner time and then the weekend you're eating out and all this sort of and stuff. And this is where this one meal a day push on TikTok and Instagram is killing people. I can do that then. I can look like Terry Crews. If he does one meal a day and keep, oh, I can do that. No, you can't. Have you seen the guy who he's eating like 18,000 calories a day and he, he documents his cheat? Have you I seen him? So. He's like, He's fe- he's English. Oh no! Um, no. Oh, you know what I'm talking about. And he has like 18 crumpets for breakfast. Is that the guy who does like uh, 12,000 calorie Aye. days? It's like 18,000 calories he done the other day. Aye, I think he's lying. Aye, I think he's I think he's lying. Exagger- he's exaggerating. He's, well, he's eating that in one day, and then you don't see the rest of his life, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But that's not again. That's not a good message of what a successful bulk is, right? Man. Right, so let's let's kind of move over this. Your nutrition part, you need to have a structure to it, right? You yep. need to be meal prepping. You need to be following something with a good routine. Yep. The next thing has to be, what does that look like in terms of components, right? Arguably, your protein needs, still needs to be there because your protein is your building blocks to add the muscle size that you need, yep. right? So if you are hitting 0.6 grams of protein per pound that you're, you're in for... Hit 0.8. Ah, you're, no, you're fucked. Like, you're no... That's, you're almost... If you're consuming the rest of your calories with fats and carbs, the general feeling that you're going to have within your body is not going to be great. Mm-hmm. Now, I would I would go for one. I'd still go for the one-to-one ratio. One gram of protein per um, pound of body fat or two grams of protein... Per, uh, 2.2 grams per of protein per kilo. If you're wanting to play about, if that you're looking at your calories, you're like, right, fuck, I've got hundreds of fat and hundreds of carbs left. Then go to one point five. But I think a, a point I was listening to this morning, which is so key, is digestion. Aye. Like it's no, and this is where the types of foods do matter. Like if you're having these burgers and chips and you're eating out a lot, yes, you can Whoa, do man, it. Man, your digestion. I've been. I'm that, I'm that guy. And if your digestion's fucked, your sessions aren't good. Oh. If your sessions aren't good, then you're most likely your sleep's not good. I was going to say that your sleep is the most affected. Even if you're sleeping, if your digestion's poor, your belly, you're, you're not happy when you're sleeping because you're yeah. lying down. You're flat. You're no moving. Your digestion doesn't have any time to get through the system. Yeah. Now this is where 
uh, strategies for my surplus and my gaining phase. Chicken breast goes to chicken thighs. Yeah. Um, lean cut five mince goes to 20% mince. Yeah. Add cheese to my meals. These are all things that work for me and they might not work for most people, but you sort of need to look at, right, if you've got a structure, we spoke about this before actually, and I've said that in a wee while, if you've got a structure of the food that you're having, this is where the structure stays the same, but you're just increasing the volume a little bit. Well, that's where the, that's where the, the, the foundation phase comes in. Yeah, exactly. You're like, right, I'm already eating this amount of protein, right? I probably bumped that up a wee bit, right? to get just a wee bit and then you go right I've got four, 400 calories worth of extra food right carbs and fats aye does it or do you double a meal aye or do you, like you said do you go from two bits of bacon medallions to four bits of full strips fatty bacon now this is where your digestion is something to, this is why I'm saying keep an eye on your digestion yeah if you end up constipated your fibre intake has probably took a dip because you're used to eating it a lot and that's where you're getting your fibre contents yeah. for the bread and whatever that's going yeah. on so fibre for most people we want over over 20 grams 20 grams and right. um, for guys we should be up, upwards of 30 35 40 in some cases which, I don't even know why well I I'm going to check it right now. Understand that you will be under eating that because we have clean meals. Yeah, no, I know and that. That's where same with salt as we've spoke about as well. Yeah, so that's why I'm going to add berries and um, fruits back into my, my diet. I've been kind of skipping on them, but that's where they can be fantastic. So just keep talking, keep talking. So the the food side of things, that's where your, your structure of your meals is coming down to. Like that's going to build all of that out. And it's as simple as that I wouldn't even have treats or snacks in that sort of sense that can you get I get away with them more yeah but you should be satisfied with these meals oh man if, you, if you're not satisfied in a bulk if you're not going I am fucking full then you're doing something wrong yeah your, your food quality is poor yeah and that's why I'm saying if you're breaking it down to two meals it, like <laughs> if you look at because if you put it this way, if you put it down to two meals, right, me and you have to have upwards of 150 I to 200 grams. I think I'd would be that horny. <laughs> <laughs> think about it though. You, <laughs> you need to have 100 grams of protein in one meal. I know, that I know. That fucks you up. You be belly, man. And uh, you're, you're, no, you're no feeling great, no, right? No, no. And this is where bulking gets a bad rap because you're like, oh man, I'm bulking, that's me, like fucking... Big aroma for my breakfast. Aye, aye. And I've been there. I was there very recently. I was like, fuck it, I'm, I'm, I'm in a surplus. Uh, I can have an hour. I can have a, a nippy Scotsman. We, we did it. It was chips, cheese, um, peppercorn sauce, haggis. So good, mate. Chicken and bacon. So tasty. 10 o'clock in the morning. Aye. There was no need for no, that. No. 1400 calorie meal, just no. like that. You know what I mean? So I stopped it. You're using it as an excuse to kind of be eat what you want and that's not where you do that you don't do that in a bulk no. do that in a maintenance phase treat Aye. yourself to a meal Aye. that you want because you're relaxing Aye, there's no you're stress. relaxing the mind you're, but in a gaining phase the whole point is to go, go, gain go. as much muscle as possible yeah um, so I that's what really what it comes down to from a nutrition standpoint mm -hmm. now supplements is probably where arguably they could they could come into play as well because like you said if you're behind in your calories a shake's easy to have at the end yeah. of the day uh, I love the, the, the one thing I do love these days is to get, you've got your rolled oat shakes and all that now yeah. you can buy a lot of rolled oats and you can put like a protein powder you can put the rolled oats in there and you can put a little bit of peanut butter and your shake's like 1000 calories mm. do you easy. know what I mean mm -hmm. you can fuck a couple of bananas in there get fruit in there so you're getting the nutrients from the fruit you're getting the rolled oats and then you're getting the protein as well mm. now for me genuinely these things make me feel shite 
the shakes. They, they kind of shakes make me feel terrible. Oh, a big dirty shake like that, like what do you call it? Like you're adding so many. That's what I mean. They don't make me your feel thousand good. calorie shakes. They make me um, feel terrible. Feel, feel bad, but see if you have. I would say shakes is, or a, a blend of that. Your berries, your oats, your protein powder. The goodness. Um, they they can make their. It's a good tip to add into your bulk because if you're looking at your structure in your meals, you're like, I'm, I'm really full and satisfied with these meals. Then that's where you add it in. Yeah. You find a way to, to add, and there's your four hundred. I have a shake every day for the reason is it's just so convenient to get that little bit of extra calories in easily. Because sometimes chewing food so much, you're like, I can't be fucked chewing. Yeah, that's what I feel. <laughs> no, I'm like my jaw hurts. I'm like I just All can't these be blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like I'm, I've just ate six eggs, which is a lot of eating, and then I'm like I just want to drink something. Yeah. Do you know that way? And then I'm going to eat chocolate, and then I'm the, going to eat my. But food. that's where you see the bodybuilding eating white rice. No, oh, no, that's my so fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Wee bit of sauce on uh, it. Oh my uh, god! Class. But this also remember as well a successful bulk or a successful gaining phase doesn't need to be boring. For us too, it's very boring just because it. It, like it. Be, it needs to be simple for us it's, it's, when it comes to too much to. going on. But then there's yesterday, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to have a toasty instead of my normal big breakfast, right? And I put cheese in it, and I was like, that was class. Aye, aye, and aye. I, you can you can enjoy your food, right? So whatever you're making up the structure of your meals, you're getting a protein component. You're still getting your veggies in there, but your fats and your um, carb sources. You can enjoy it. Have a wee bit of cheese in it, like whatever. A wee bit of fat, your cutting good meats. Good food can taste so fucking yeah, good. I know, I know. The only problem with good food is the preparation, the cleaning. And he's, uh, do you know I, what I mean? So that's why you don't need a meal prep because if you're cooking each meal as and when on its own, as and when, then the it's only easy one to do is eggs. Yeah, it's only eggs and bacon. Boom, boom. Takes he, you less than five minutes. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> We've got a dishwasher actually. Aye, aye. Dishwasher save life. And I know she's going to say, you don't put, you don't, you, no, no, you don't put them in the dishwasher. I, I try my best. Right? I try my best. This is what I say. <laughs> I try my best. This is what my dad said the other day. He's like, you're so good at a lot than now, but you're so shite at other things. I'm like, well, I'm never going to be good at them. It's like a fucking shit sandwich <laughs> I'm like, well, I'll, you know what, Alex? I only heard the good bit. That's <laughs> all that matters. Um, so, yeah. Moving on to like the last couple of things, stress management and sleep's a big important one. So when it comes to stress management, I'll just keep going while Dale's away to the toilet. But stress management should always be done no matter whether you're in a cut, maintaining or gaining. And as we spoke about when going into the gaining phase, you're, you should already have your stress management on point. What I find with being in a bulk is you have that little bit extra calories and as long as you're eating good food, then you're going to be probably sleeping that little bit better. But where this comes down is, obviously we spoke about your training intensity, how you do need to be training hard. And when you are training hard, the stress from training will start to get that little bit more and more and more. And now when you're in your seventh no, your 8th or your 12th week of a training block and you've been hitting it hard because you have the extra calories and you should be hitting it hard by this point, then that stress will be high. So when it goes back to the training phase, you should be deloading and making sure even in the deload you are on your ball with your extra calories because you're going to need that. Even though you're not training as hard for that deload, that is just genuine stress management from that extra training. Now, as I said there... Sleep will have improved during that time. But if it's not, then 
you're going to struggle to eat your calories. That's what I find. So if I'm stressed and I'm not sleeping, then I'm not going to feel as hungry that next day. And what I do know is because I'm tracking my steps, I'm tracking my food intake and I'm tracking my sleep and I'm tracking my weight, then I can go, you know what, right, I'm a little bit more stressed. I'm not as hungry. Well, I'm still going to eat the food that are uh, that I've planned out. So, say I've got four thousand one hundred fifty calories now. Yesterday, got to the end of the day, and I was like, I'm not really that hungry. But I was like, if I eat these calories and I get on the scales tomorrow, and then I check it after a week, and I've still ate the calories every single day, then I have a metric to go. You know, I've not gained any weight, or I've gained a little bit of weight. I can either increase or decrease the calories, and I've been tracking that stress every single day. And that's Dale back. Well done. I didn't realise you were going to continue. I know, me as well. Uh, so speaking of digestion, there's a, there's a fucking example. My tummy's no feeling good. No? Uh, eating a wee bit more treats, chocolate, sweets. Shocking. Not in the bulk though. Um, I'm out of breath, fucking running through. through fucking hell, I'm going to go run after this, I think. <laughs> um, but yeah, digestion, That for me, you can tell. I know we're going back on a point. I don't know what you said there, but... Going back to like the digestion component, like it does have a knocking effect to everything else. You don't realise how fucked up your microbiome or your belly can make your head feel, your if energy feel. If you need a shite else. and you go to squat, you're thinking about me other shite than the squat. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's a fair point. <laughs> I was actually see the other day. That's a fucking. I mean, it's not really a great point for bulking. It's a great point for getting strong. Robin was in. She was like. I feel like I'm overthinking this squat too much. I was like, here's what I want you to do. I was like, do you know how to squat? And she's like, aye. I was like, like, what's my squat stance? I'm like, your squat stance is fine. We've not changed that in ages. I'm like, don't worry about that. Get in a position. I said, that's what I want you to do. I want you to grab the bar and I want you to fucking take it off the rack with full force. I don't want you to go, ugh. I want you to go, ugh. Right, I want you to fucking go into that place. I want you to fucking grab that bar. And I mean, when I say grab it, I mean fucking grab it. Get in, get, is it on your shoulders? Cool, right? Up, right? Step back with purpose. And I go, just fucking lift the weight. Just fucking lift it. Done the set, man. She was like, it was like, boom, 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 boom. I was like, how easy was that? I was like, great. And I was like, look, that is the difference between thinking about the lift too much and no thinking and I was like that's a great way to get strong you're on that bulk you've got that extra energy I then tense stop intensity. thinking about your set so much fucking lift the weight feel it. weight control aye, though aye. weight control aye, you need to look at like, don't think about, necessarily think about what you're doing maybe if you're in a technical phase that's what to yeah, do yeah yeah absolutely building absolutely. strength you're like right, right, this is it I'm getting aye, after you, it. You're, if you're um, in a bulk you're in that you, if, if you're in a gain, gaining phase as we spoke about the awareness and I was speaking about awareness before your awareness should be, I'm good at lifting this weight, let's fucking get strong. Do you know what I mean? Well, I know we spoke about the training, but that's a fucking great point. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to be worrying about the technical stuff at this point, because mm. you should have already had it dialed in. Good, good. What were you saying there? Were you, did you I was just about? saying how stress management, when it comes to stress management, like you're going to be probably sleeping a little bit better because you've got a little bit more food, but because you're training harder, your stress is going to build up from training that little bit more. Yeah, actually, one thing on the training part, which kind of ties into stress management, you're no six days a week. No. Um, some people, I, I guess it depends on the split that you're following, but if you're going to follow a split, like we said with compound movements, you probably want to spread that over three days just now. Yeah. See how you feel, and then you maybe want to inject a day 
in between that's maybe more focused on a muscle group with machine cable bands, something or maybe even mobility. Yeah. You know what I mean? Something that creates this wee extra stimulus. You could move to four days, but I'd probably have a pulse on the first couple of weeks with um just three days to see how you feel. Mm-hmm. So stress management, sleep, like you said, even more energy, uh, sorry, more the surplus of calories, you should in and effectively sleep better. And if you can sort out your sleep to sleep better, then you will see a tremendous a amount of strength and muscle. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's insane. Yeah. It's insane. And you don't realise how much your body fights against you. If It's almost like we said, the combat and signals between uh, cardio and trying to build muscles, like, very counter to one's catabolic, one's anabolic, and they're fighting against each other. One's trying to build, one's trying to cut. It's very hard to... I swear, like, the hybrid athlete, is is one of the ones it's like the grown thing be a hybrid to get good at everything I, personally I would rather be really really strong personally well, yeah. you, you know can, can you be but, good no, but what, what I'm saying is I, I think most people would rather be really really good at one of them and a little bit good at the other than ha, semi good at both well that's what I mean You would, to be a good hybrid athlete you need to go through a strength phase yeah you need to go through a cardio phase aye, or aye. go through an i don't know what you would call it, a high rocks phase or a, a crossfit phase a crossfit phase because you're you you become a hybrid athlete for example you yeah. realize my cardio shit so you focus on your cardio and you're like i'm not strong and you focus on your strength so it's like an ongoing cycle what a lot of people do forget about these hybrid athletes is they are juicing as well oh yeah yeah because you can get like, away with more yeah, yeah you can get away with juicing and no look too just <laughs> i feel like that do you know think that's like a cop-out answer though it's like oh you're just jealous type of thing do you know how <laughs> people will be thinking that i don't know they will be like, I'm, ju- I'm i'm not jealous i'm just saying you're juicing and you're not telling me yeah. uh, but what i was going to say with sleep sleep is also the same thing like if you're you are only getting five six hours of sleep and your stress is high from work and you've not got this management of your stress where you're drinking water maybe even doing a couple of breathing exercises to I don't mean meditate but like managing your stress so then you're you're not going to be able your body will not build muscle because it thinks it's in this fight or flight state yeah so i follow this guy from america and i love his stuff he's Ben Morgan, his name is, he's the, one of the co-owners there, it's Kabuki Strength, I don't know if you've heard of them. What? Kabuki Strength. Kabuki they they strength. build like powerlifting bars and all that. Alright, cool. So, but, he, I was like, that's fucking, I can't even mind where it is, right, but it was amazing. So basically, I sleep, do, do we sleep issues? And it's basically saying how a lot of strength athletes are stuck in fight or flight, because, you, once you get into this phase, and you're doing it right, you're like, I'm you turn in it stresses through the roof yeah stresses through the roof you're like I am I'm an animal but you need to get into that some lower state uh, you need to bring yourself down and he was like this is an exercise you need to be doing if you're a strength athlete yeah. and it was a breathing exercise walk on the treadmill shut your mouth bring the like the steps like you said so slow yeah concentrate on your breathing big breaths in so that's the one he does. You've done that before. Belly you? breathing. Aye. aye aye. I think that's called. I don't think it's politically right, but so it's, it's called the ninety ninety breathing. Oh, I've I've known it as the fat girl press. <laughs> I don't know so why they call that. So basically, in my my other powerlifting program, we had this, and I was like, "Why has he got me doing this before I before I left?" For the guys that are um, or guys and girls that are listening here, you're kind of holding on your rib cage. Yep. And you're letting your belly come in, but in terms of your mouth breathing, in terms of your breathing, you're not breathing in and out through your mouth your mouth shut mm. it's in through the nose but you're also your belly it's called belly breathing it's expanding uh, you're, you're trying to bring your belly in 
and belly out, and, and that's you're, you're very focusing hard to do. Yeah. And that's the only focus, but it's slow. Aye. And you're pausing at the top, and you're pausing at the bottom, and it brings your sympathetic nervous system down. Down, yeah, yeah. So, and that's a that's actually a very important factor, not just for bulking, or it's just a general good practice that after your sessions, in terms of stress management, you're hyped. If it's a good session, you're all hyped up, but that hype can just bleed into the rest of your day. No, it can. You it, need to I know for down. a fact it does for me, so I got my dad after it, and we went and got my wee niece yesterday, and they brought mine down. I what do you have? And, and what happens when you don't? You you hit a burnout? Fried? You're like, whoa, I'm ah, busy. You, I'm, you're no all right. What's going on? You're no all right. You've kind of over, you've over stimulated your, your, your session. You have, you um, have. A lot of people don't even realise that's what's tiring them out. Mm. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, work's fucking, uh, work's really stressful. Cardio, my bodies. family's doing my nothing, Aye. and you're like, no, nah, constant. It's it's high fun. high intensity training. I was gonna say, what did what did these people have in common that they do? They go to these mad classes and do all the crazy stuff. Then and they go home to their kids who are fucking shouting and screaming, and then they're getting a poor sleep, and then they're going, I need to be fit, I need to lose this weight, and then they go to these classes and they're like, I am fucked. So I, if you're in, you need to. I, 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 so I'm going to start inco- incorporating breathing exercises a little bit more. Yeah. I've been doing a little bit of breathing, a little bit of mindfulness that has calmed me down, a little bit of reading as well, and it is bringing that sympathetic nervous system down, but my sympathetic nervous system is usually quite high. Yeah. And, and that's I, one of my main I, issues in life. I think life. for most people it's low though. Yeah. Most people it is low. No, and people are not like me. I was going to say, why? that's why we're communicating, like there has to be a level of intensity in your sets but to get it high. Some people can get married and addicted to that. that yeah. They're like, whoa, 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 right, I'll fucking love this yes. feeling. So I'm going to go and hit a training session again tomorrow yeah. or later in the day. It's like, whoa, man, chill. Yeah. Because you're not going to, you've got to get away with that for so long, but it's going to be That's why I started training a, a Sunday and having the day off. So I can, the Monday. My, it's important for your business. Yeah. So my nervous system's calm on a Monday. Mm-hmm. I'm focusing on different things. I'm no bringing myself so high on a Monday. Like I would love to, I'm probably going to go a wee like, 10 minute run because I need to go to Aldi's anyway. The problem that I was finding is that the training on the Monday was getting me so hyped that I was really struggling to put in the work that I needed to do. Yeah, so yeah, the rest yeah. of my the rest of my week was looking a little bit shady. Now if I can get everything set up on the Monday, and now it's the same with your life. You got to look at your training. And go. So I, I had to look at my training. And I had to go. I'm in this bulk. I'm eating this food. I'm getting strong, which is true. But it's probably affecting my work. It's deteriorating in other areas. In other areas. So areas that's why a successful bulk. Yeah, the principles to build strength, build. Um, muscle build a faster metabolism but that can all that, what is the point of all of that and then your relationships go to shit and mm-hmm. you know that, that's why you need to kind of think about it right can i can i actually give this my all for the next eight twelve weeks which brings on to the last point how long should you do it for Six Ar- months. <laughs> arguably you could do it all year however if you that's going to be your approach long term <laughs> building long term strength long term bulk long term muscle gain Every four weeks, you want to interrupt that by a maintenance or a low cut. Because so you need to resensitise your body to that. So that's what I said during when you were away. Every four weeks, if you're training hard during this time, your stress is getting that high. That it's no use to getting that high as that long as you're training hard. Deal, you need to dip it down a little bit. Because when your stress gets high, what I said was, for me, I don't want to eat. Even though I need to eat. My body Aye. needs that to grow. Even if I don't, like the hunger signals are only getting sent. But I need it to grow. Yeah. If I don't eat it, then I'm not going to grow. Even though my body doesn't, it's no telling me. Look, yeah. we need this, and that's where, like, alongside all of this, you're tracking your weight. And if your weight's no gradually going up, then it's, I wouldn't say it's a bad thing. But as long as your lifts are getting stronger, if all of that comes to a plateau, then you might need that that little 
pause the little two week break or change up the phase, change up the types of lifts that you're doing. Go from deadlifts to deaths to deadlifts. Go from back squats to front squats. Or do you know what I mean? Change ah, up yeah. some of these. So movements. here's the maddest thing. So a year ago, I'm the same weight as I'm now. Like my previous relationship, I lost a lot more weight than I ever thought. Didn't think I had, but I'm a lot stronger now. And people think I'm bigger now than I was then. I mean, it's the same weight. But I'm the same weight. Yeah. Uh, but now I'm looking to like actually gain and never lose Probably, again. Yeah, yeah. But the weirdest thing is, people think I'm bigger because I'm stronger. Who? <laughs> <laughs> but like my forearms are 100 percent bigger. Oh, no, for sure. No, I've, seen, I've seen it in you, mate. Since since we met, even the podcast. Like, and it's so strange. It's so strange because I was 79 last year. I seen I stepped in the scale. I was like, that's wrong. Why? That's so fucking weird. Mm-hmm. But that's the great thing about really focusing on good nutrition because it defines that muscle yeah it makes you look that bit better so people are like right i'm going to eat so much shite in my see my prep picture where before i'm going on show and i'm all tanned up and stuff like that i look bigger that then than i do in the one i took before my uh, wedding Mm -hmm. and argue uh, funny enough i'm 89 kilo before I stepped on show, yeah. and I was about 93, 94 kilo, Aye, so four kilo. In there. but I would say I looked better, and no better, I would say I looked bigger bigger in my show one mm-hmm. than I did in my, my wedding one, and I was like, that's so funny that there's so, actually five so kilo of difference in that, and I actually, I'm, I'm heavier in that one, aye, aye. Um, which is weird, and so weird. I think if you can get that across people, look, you might gain a lot of better weight, you might even lose again a bit of weight. You, you'll look bigger yeah. because that, that the muscle definition will look so much better ah, and sure. that's what people are actually after in the full fitness journey they're like I want to lose weight no you want to look better ah, you, you want to change the, the shape the of your sh- body, body composition. and in order to do that as we said you need to go through this sort of gaining phase you mm. need to you, have, in, you you've have got, to you've got an awareness phase and then you've got foundations that need to be built and you can't build those foundations in a cut they can't they can happen no. with less calories no um, there's a better chance like that's why you're your athletes, every single fact, yeah, every single sport has an off season. And that off season is to build strength and build better skill and build better performance for the in game season. Yeah. Right. So think about your in game season, which most people it's a wedding, it's a show, it's a fucking holiday. Then if you want to look good in that, you need to put in work in this off season and yeah. this is what this sort of gaining phase is about. Absolutely. Um so that's how you do it right. And I think we can. That's how you do it healthfully as well. Yeah, well, healthy also because everything can be ripped off. So yeah, you, you're, we are especially, especially more now than ever. Like I, I'm not training for health right now. I'm training for strength. Like there's a slight difference, but I would say training for strength is a little bit healthier than training for bodybuilding, in my personal opinion. But anybody that I train them that you train, we're training them for health and longevity, and that's where that you need to be eating good food and well notice we never communicated one cheap meal through that no, right? you no might che- think where, no where does the meals. cheap meals you shouldn't need them no you shouldn't need uh no. I, I would say cheap meals i hate the fucking term cheap meals I and mean, i think we've touched on this a tiny wee bit in the past 50 episodes but they would be <laughs> a topic that we talk about in a cutting phase yeah because there is an importance to feeding a high feed day high refeed day you need a refeed day. but in your surplus, that's why you need to bring the calories down. It's almost opposing. Mm. You don't need cheap meals in this. No, you shouldn't you actually have a cheap meal in your in your. No, in you should be enjoying bulk. the foods that you're having. Yeah, you should have prepped your meal plan or meal structure to include the foods yeah. that you do love at the same time. Now, arguably, if you're going to eat out on this, when you eat out, your protein's always lower because you pick the pizza and you pick the pasta. So you might make the choices of the steak or or the meat 
option, double the meat up, so you know you, that you hit your protein goal, like, you, you go to Subway, you, Subway's fucking terrible for protein, do you, if you don't double meat. I know, I know. So bad. I know. So see, the weirdest thing is, and this is what I, I wish I could get up across people, people are like, oh, you don't like pizza, you don't like this. Nah, I like feeling the way I feel, yeah. and looking the way I look. I like pizza. Do you I, know, I would go to the stage where I was I like, I think pizza's alright. Absolutely would eat it. But and the choice is presented to me. I don't want it. Cause the, 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 my, the more, the more, the better my body feels, the more my brain goes, nah. No interest. Nah. Yeah. So I'll, like, if you could communicate, look, by the way, see if you kept going with that, you won't even want you, it. I, yeah. And they'll be like, no, no, I always love this. But this is, this is the crazy thing about like chocolate and these types of foods. They're so engineered that even if you don't have them, you don't want them for so long and then you get there's them and you're day. like that and then there's one day where you have them and you're like, oh, so fucking good and you're like, oh, look at how fucking mad that tastes. Because your taste buds do change. Mm-hmm. Right, anyway, let's wrap things up there. So, that's how you successfully... Is that an hour and a half? That's an hour and a half, but I... I um, <laughs> what? <laughs> that's a good wee, good wee podcast. I didn't even feel like that there. I know. Um, but aye, so hopefully you know how to add a good bit of strength, add, good, add a good bit of muscle to your body, build some solid foundations. Now, if you want a programme to follow, check the free programme below. You can add some of the principles there. Um, There's also a paid programme below that you can follow, which is starting strong. But there's something special going to be coming out in the next couple of weeks. So keep your eyes peeled or ears peeled. (laughs) Whatever it is, whatever whatever it is that you're doing. Um, You know where to find us. You find us both on Instagram. You find me at Coach Crosser. Find me at James McGinty PT. And you can also find the Bulletproof Mindset page at Bulletproof Mindset underscore underscore. So until next time. Have a nice one.